The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're joining me today. I want to begin by reminding you that you are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. That's because you're spreading the word. Thank you for listening and for continuing to tell your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in Cambodia, Taiwan, and Hong Kong, and in the states of Minnesota, Connecticut, and Mississippi. Welcome, and thank you for your continuing support. As I promised last week, at the beginning of every show, at least through September, I'm going to lead you through three exercises that we all can do to help stop or lessen the severity and frequency of the natural disasters that have been plaguing the earth. I'm doing them at the beginning of each show so you can find them easily and do them with me every day or at the very least every week. The wonderful thing about it is that as you help Mother Earth to clear the negative energy, you will also be clearing yourself of fears and other negative energies that are harmful to you. So please spread the word for yourself, your families, your local communities, our global global community, and the earth itself. For more information on this topic, listen to our May 28th on-demand show with Dwan Washington by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. Here are the three techniques to help clear yourself and the earth of fear. Please do them with me. The first one is an affirmation. I am love as I am loved. You are love as you are loved. All is love as all is loved. The second one is a visualization. If you have trouble visualizing, then just listen to the words and think them in your mind. Close your eyes and see a beautiful pink heart full of love shining pink light down on you. See and feel the pink light going through your body 
down to your feet and into the ground where the pink light is filling and healing all of the fault lines in the earth, the oceans and the atmosphere. The last technique is a chant. First, I'm going to say it and then you can chant it with me. Om, ah, ha, ah, om, um, um. Om ah ha ah om am am. Know that as you do these three techniques, you are helping to fill yourself and the earth with pink healing, loving energy, which is balancing the energies and helping to create calm and peace within yourself and the earth. I feel so strongly about the importance of helping to clear ourselves and the earth of fear that I created a new workshop that I'm calling From Fear to Freedom. I will be sharing techniques that you that will help you release your own fears and at the same time you will be helping Mother Earth to release negative energy and prevent or lessen future natural disasters. Love truly is all there is. Fear is the illusion that blocks us from feeling unconditional love from the divine and from our limitless higher self. It also prevents us from doing the very things that would bring us the most joy. It's time to let go of fear and replace it with love, joy, and peace. For just $35, you can join us Friday, July 10th from 7.30 to 9 p.m. at the Dallas Meditation Center in Richardson, Texas. Through this experience, you will release fears, stress, and worry. Learn techniques to use on your own. Be closer to the divine and your limitless self. Heal Mother Earth as you heal. Improve your health and well-being. Feel and be younger. Be more creative. Have more joy, happiness, love, peace, and freedom. I had a lot of fun conducting my two other new workshops over the last two weekends, Finding the Silver Lining and the Ohm Awakening. I've spent many years learning the information that I'm teaching now, and it's giving me more pleasure than I ever would have thought possible. And I have to say the response has been really positive, which only adds to my pleasure and sense of fulfillment. Thank you to all who are choosing to share this experience with me. If you want me to come to your area to deliver any of my workshops or to customize one for you, please call or email me. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing, with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. 
We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Dr. Gus Kaufman, who will talk with us about the importance of raising boys who are not afraid to feel the full range of human emotions and how this helps prevent abuse. If you have a question for our guest or are trying to figure out how to find the silver lining in a difficult situation or how to rid yourself of persistent negative thoughts or have a personal story to share, please call during the show to one 866 Four seven two five seven nine five, or email now or between shows to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com and the phone number between shows is 1-214-736-4460 and be sure to get a pencil and paper now because you're going to need it later in the show for our question of the day. Last week, we had a great conversation with Amy Lewis Bear on emotional abuse. Although it's reasonable to assume that emotional abuse has reached epidemic proportions, most of us have no idea what it is or how to identify it. If you missed the show, be sure to go to PaulaJoyce.com and listen on demand to learn how to identify and stop what I call the silent killer. Emotional abuse destroys a person's self-esteem and health. We all know someone who is in an abusive relation, and that person may even be you. Learn what it is and what you can do about it. Begin, Begin by using the three techniques I did with you at the beginning of this show. People who have been abused collect more than the normal number of fears and their response to fear is more intense and pervasive. Many develop strategies to manage their fears and or to avoid feeling. These strategies can look like mental illness or disorders, but they are really coping devices. I've noticed that as my clients remove abuse and abusers from their life, the symptoms diminish until they totally disappear. These coping mechanisms often develop as a means of avoiding feeling or avoiding facing the reality of their situation. They can include hypochondria, OCD behaviors, paranoia, and depression, to name a few. I find that my clients don't need medication. They just need help in understanding what is happening in their lives and then in changing it. Often a client is concerned that they will be overwhelmed with emotion to the point of not being able to handle it. 
When we have bottled up our emotions for long periods of time, it is difficult to begin to allow ourselves to feel without getting overtaken with sadness, anger, or grief. As Mark Twain said, the only way around it is through it. The pain is eating away at you anyway, at your physical and mental health. It's hurting you and will continue to do so until you let it surface so you can feel it and let it go. The pain is only prolonged when you don't let it go. The key is to stop hanging on to it. Using color and tone can provide a gentler way of releasing the fear, anger, and pain. The fact is that if we don't allow ourselves to feel the pain, anger, sadness, it's going to come out in inappropriate ways. Often the person will have reached their limit and suddenly they explode in anger. Most often the anger is not directed at the person they're really angry with, but rather at someone in the service industry or a child or an employee. We feel frustrated and justified, but really we're targeting someone who can't fight back. It's healthier and wiser to face our feelings and cry when we feel sad or turn our anger into righteous indignation and take action to change our life, the life of others and the world. And as we empty the sadness, anger, and pain, are we refilling with gratitude and happiness and peace? I've noticed lately that people are often surprised when I thank them for providing help or exceptional service. Even if you're paying someone or it's their job to provide a particular service, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't say thank you. Showing gratitude and appreciation for service gives people more personal gratification than money. As long as we have enough money to pay for food, shelter, and clothing, our emotional satisfaction comes from our personal relationships. Saying thank you provides a good feeling for everyone involved. Yesterday, I was making a deposit at an an ATM machine when it malfunctioned, kept my checks, and provided no receipt or record of the transaction. The bank was closed, so no help was available. This was so important that I didn't want to wait until the morning to take care of it. Since I have a credit card through the bank, I decided to call the credit card phone number and try to get help through them. I was directed to the wrong number and then disconnected twice and, of course, was on hold for long periods of time. Thirty minutes later, when I got someone for the third time, I began by saying how frustrated I was and then I needed her to get me to someone who could help me. And unlike the previous two people, she actually did find the correct phone number for me. When I got through to that person, she was extremely helpful. Sincerely concerned about the malfunctioning machine and my troubling experience. With the check numbers that I provided and detailed information about the deposit, she credited my account and assured me that the machine would be fixed. I felt taken care of and heard and grateful 
and we ended with kind words to each other. There were many silver linings for me in this experience. Most importantly, I didn't get angry with anyone. I kept myself calm by reassuring myself that the bank had to have a way of correcting the problem and by saying a prayer asking for help in getting the matter resolved. I took appropriate action in a pretty calm manner, stated my frustration, instead of being angry at someone who did not cause the problem. This allowed her to stay calm and find the right phone number for me. When I did get through to the person who could solve the problem, I realized how much I've grown in my ability to handle my financial record keeping. I had check numbers, names, and amounts, which made the process go smoothly. I was proud of my own growth and healing and truly grateful for the competent people who helped me. This experience would have been fraught with stress, anger, and unpleasant interactions a number of months ago. Having allowed myself to let go of the fears, anger, and sadness from the past allowed me to be fully present in the moment. The people helping me were just that, people. They weren't objects standing between me and what I wanted. The concept of empathy has been a recurring theme in our programs. Without it, people are not able to experience the full range of feelings and don't care if they cause harm to others. An abuser wouldn't care if he yelled at or was rude to the service people. All that would matter would be venting anger and getting what he needed. But I do have empathy. Had I been rude to the service people, I would have had it added guilt, shame, and more pain to my already overloaded emotions. Breaking the cycle and releasing myself of the past pain has changed my life. If I can do it, so can you. And our guest today is going to talk with us about the importance of empathy and being able to feel in order to avoid becoming abusive and also to end abuse. Gus Kaufman Jr. has a Ph.D. and is a clinical psychologist in Decatur, Georgia. Gus works with individuals, groups, couples, and families, and also trains and supervises other therapists. He co-founded five nonprofit organizations, including Men Stopping Violence. Gus is interested in trauma prevention and resolution, and his curriculum on family violence is taught in the Georgia Correctional System. He has written extensively and has consulted with the Army Marine Corps and the Seattle Mariners' Refuse to Abuse campaign. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. 
during our break, go to paulajoyce.com. First, click on register now to read about and register for my workshop, From Fear to Freedom. Then click on calendar of events to see your question for today. Before the second break and at the end of the show, I'll give you something else to do with your question. When you email me, you will have an opportunity for me to read your email on the show. So right now, during the commercials, go to paulajoyce.com, go to my calendar of events page, answer the question of the day on your own paper, and register for my workshop. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Gus Kaufman, who will talk with us about abuse prevention and resolution. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and reimaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214 208 3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214 208 83533 or visit paulajoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866- Four seven two five seven nine five. That's one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. That's Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all know someone who is caught in an abusive relationship. That someone may even be you. I hope that you said you are willing to help prevent abuse. And Dr. Gus Kaufman is here today to talk with us on that topic. And part of the prevention involves helping boys learn to feel and learn to have empathy. Dr. Kaufman, welcome, and thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me on, Paula, uh, Dr. Paula. It's uh, an exciting topic and an important one, and I appreciate you hosting it. 
Well, thank you, um, and you're welcome. So tell us about um, the, the damage that we're doing to our boys and, and, the, and, and what happens as they become men, how this um, becomes a larger problem for all of us. Well, the good news is we're beginning to change, but uh, the bad news is we historically have felt that uh, a very important part of being a human being uh, and being a living creature, uh, our feelings uh, was, had to be very severely restricted for males, and, and that males shouldn't uh, feel vulnerable emotions. And vulnerable emotions are there for a reason. Uh, we have that genetic endowment because it's life-enhancing and life-saving even. And uh, it's only under traumatic conditions that our feelings drop out, uh, or rather they're overtaken by even more primitive, stronger feelings like fear and rage. Uh, but... In normal social life, which is where most of us live, uh, in society, we need connection, and feelings are what connect us. So that's sort of the background for thinking about let's not damage our children by uh, teaching boys that they can't be emotionally connected and girls that they can't have uh, assertiveness. Uh, because, you know, it's a parallel process. We teach the boys they can't be vulnerable and the girls they can't be assertive and aggressive, and each one ends up damaged. I, exactly. And uh, I know I was often accused of being aggressive when I was being assertive because a woman wasn't, a female wasn't supposed to stand up for herself or speak up or speak out. Right. And yeah, so it's, it's a very parallel process. Uh, it's two sides to the damage. Yeah. And the roots of assertiveness are in aggression. So if we ruthlessly stamp that out in girls and tell them, you know, you can't, you can't uh, play sports, you can't stand up for yourself, you can't have a voice, uh, we're damaging them. And then if we tell boys you can't have feelings, you, um, uh, you know, vulnerable feelings, if the only feeling you're allowed is anger, and uh, domination of others, we stamp out a lot of boys' potential, too. So most parents grew up with this paradigm that you're talking about where boys have to act and feel a certain way or not feel, and girls the opposite. So how do parents raise boys and girls to feel the full range and and act in the full range of what it means to be human. How do we shift this? And I know you said we already are. Go ahead. As as you know very well from your work, it starts with ourselves. We've got to work on healing our own selves and allowing our own selves the full range of who we are. And it's true that we've socialized differently. I'm old enough to remember John Wayne as a male role model. 
but uh, even today's role models uh, are still blowing things up and unfeelingful. And, you know, John Wayne never said to his buddies, you know, I'm feeling uncertain here. I don't quite know what to do. I'm kind of scared and confused. You never hear that, nor do you see that in our action heroes. Well, it's nice to want to be assertive, but it's stupid to just be violent and not, it doesn't work, you know. Violence doesn't work except short term. Long term, it destroys relationship, it destroys connection, it destroys the world. And and really also harms the pe- the person physically and mentally and emotionally, even if they're not in touch with the harm that they're doing to themselves. When they explode like that, they push people away and prevent any potential for a real um, loving and healthy relationship. That's right. I worked with hundreds or maybe even thousands of men who had been abusive through Men Stopping Violence and other programs I've worked in. And I would say to the guys, you know, if you keep up with this, you're going to be a very lonely guy. And often they already were very lonely guys because nobody will want to be around you because you have to be in charge and dominate everything, even when you don't know what you're talking about, really. Uh, or it doesn't meet even your needs, plus it obliterates the other person's individuality, and it's, it's just not pleasant to be around, and people have choices now. You know, we don't live in a time in this country, thank goodness, where we have slavery. So people have choices, and they don't choose to be around people who are so unpleasant. And so how does someone who's had this pattern for many, many years of being abusive and of not feeling, um, not having empathy, how do they begin to change? Can they change? Yes. uh, You know, we can change, but it's work and it's difficult and it requires courage. Um, You know, people often think the violent person is the courageous one, but I live in Atlanta, Georgia, in the home of Martin Luther King, Jr., uh, one of the most courageous people in our lifetime, in our history. And he said nonviolence is a way of life for courageous people. So we can learn that, but we have to be willing to keep breathing rather than acting violently. And we have to be willing to live with a little uncertainty and anxiety rather than taking charge and controlling other people when, we, when that's not in the best interest of anybody, really. Uh, it's not really in men's best interest to be that dominant. It uh, drives people away, as, as we've been talking about. So... Uh, Part of what it's about is, as you were mentioning, training our sons and ourselves differently and our daughters uh, to learn to live with feelings, to not, as as you titled this show, to not tell boys don't cry, but to say, okay, what's wrong and what what will help? Give them a pat on the back, give them a hug, and let them go back out 
and and do what they need to do, and girls too, um, to have the full range of our emotions. And we can recover our emotions. When I was growing up, I learned all that stuff. I went to a public high school that had military training, and um, so I didn't cry from about age 13, 12 or 13, till I was in my 20s, and I actually was in psychotherapy. I was numbed out, and uh, that's a very unpleasant way to live. So it's, we can do the work of recovering feeling, but it does take courage. And, and so how, how does one even begin? Because often, uh, at least you had the first 13 years of, yeah. um, of emotions and of feelings, so you had something to go back to. Uh, mm-hmm. For boys who were raised without uh, in, in abusive environments and mm-hmm. um, without a strong sense of self and without any way, any uh, healthy way to deal with emotions, how do they begin to change, to come out of that, what I'll call a dark place, because it is a dark, lonely um, scary place to be. It is. It is. And, uh, you know, I see people every day who are still living in that place. I, I consult to uh, two veteran centers where guys who have been in war, uh, and women now, too, uh, who are really suffering now, uh, come for free counseling. Uh, because there's a network of those around the country. And, uh, you know, as long as you're alive, you can recover your, your soul, I would say. Uh, it, it might, you might have put it into exile, but it's there waiting for you. It'll show up in nightmares. It'll show up in body signals, body symptoms. Uh, and it's just waiting for you to let it back in. It helps to have a good guide, a good facilitator. I'm a big fan of psychotherapy. I work as a psychotherapist um, and support groups. The vet centers have support groups. But um, there's, there's a lot of paths there, and, and I'm sure your show has been devoted to many of them. Um, yes, and, and there's a thought that actually I've had recently about uh, our military people who are coming back in from abusive situations and and having to deal with um, overwhelming feelings where they've really had, I think, to cut off their humanity in order to perform a, as a soldier or a marine or a sailor in any of the divisions of the armed forces. And we spend so much time training our military personnel to be fighters and how much time do we in boot camp do we have a comparable boot camp or why don't we have a comparable boot camp to get you back ready to be back in society to to change back from the worldview and the morals and belief systems and behaviors that you had to have to survive in war zones to surviving and thriving in a non 
war zone. Boy, that's so true, Paula. Uh, there's a good book called War and the Soul by Dr. Edward Tick, and he's worked a lot with veterans. And, and, and we, he says societies traditionally had reentries, ceremonies, and processes, and we don't have it so much. You know, you can jump on a jet in Afghanistan and be back in the U.S. in 24 hours, but the soul, the, the heart travels a lot slower, and it doesn't catch up so quickly. And you'll still be sitting in a, you know, in a McDonald's and hear a, hear an ex, you know, a backfire of a car and be on the floor, and uh, you know, have nightmares and all that. So there's a lot of healing work that we individually and as a society need to do. Uh, yes, and and really anybody <coughs> who grew up with abuse can have similar kinds of responses but not even understand what the source of it is. I remember until the last couple months any loud noise in my environment and I couldn't fall asleep because it I figured out that it triggered memories of childhood and being yelled at or hearing yelling, um, lots of arguing. And so I, I was unconsciously reconnecting all of that every time I heard a loud noise. And, and so I think for, for a huge portion of the population, we're, uh, we're not in the present moment and don't even know it or know how to get in the present moment because we don't understand what's happening or why. That's so true. We're living with maps uh, based on history, and the maps are obsolete. Um, you know, but, you know, it's, we can't help having maps, you know, it's how when you go to walk to the door and turn the doorknob, you know what a doorknob is and how it works because of your experience with previous doors and doorknobs. But when your previous experience is of traumatic experience, uh, that's the map you, the lens you see the world through. And so that is healable. And there's a whole new, as you know, a whole new science of healing trauma out there. Uh, Bessel uh, van der Kolk has a good uh, book, The Body Keeps the Score. Uh, and and, and I, I, I'm going to interrupt you there because we're ready for break. And we did have um, Dr. Bessel van der Kolk on. And I want to continue um, on the show and I'd like to continue this discussion because it's so important right after our break. Right now um, you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit and I'm your host Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. You can reach Dr. Gus Kaufman at his website oakhurstpsychotherapy.com. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative solving problem, 
process which I use to help people release past fears and traumas. And also, you'll get advance notice about every show episode and the on-demand shows sent directly to your email. Now on your paper, write down what you're going to do to help prevent and heal abuse. You can and do make a difference. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Gus Kaufman. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214 208 3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214 208 83533 or visit paulajoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and reimagining your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 you may also send an email to dr paula joyce at gmail.com that's dr paula joyce at gmail.com now back to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down what you're going to do to help prevent and heal abuse. And I'm so pleased that we're here with Dr. Gus Kaufman, who was just beginning to talk with us about some of the new ways of thinking, including the body keeps the score. Please continue where we left off. Thanks, Dr. Paula. This is an exciting discussion. Yeah, in the the body keeps the score, Bessel van der Kolk talks about promising new approaches to healing the mind-body-spirit split that trauma creates where uh, we go numb and we can't feel anymore or we only have rages and depression. Uh, and how do you heal those splits? And he talks about, I think, five promising new approaches. And as you mentioned, uh, when we were talking, yoga is, of course, a very old one, but a very gentle and powerful way to reintegrate yourself. 
And another one is psychomotor therapy, which I moved to Boston a long time ago to study with the founders of uh, Albert and Diane Pesso, P-E-S-S-O. And uh, there's a good website, pbsp.com. And Bessel has a chapter about doing his own work, healing in that modality, as I did myself. And now I teach others and, and work with others. And it's a way of reintegrating because the body holds the parts of us that we've banished from the mind. And we can, we can go into the body and the feelings and see what does this want me to do and where does that come from? What was the initial incidents or situations that created that reaction in me? What was I scared of? What was I longing for that I didn't get back then? And then we can do some symbolic healing where we uh, imagine and we can use props to help with that, ourselves getting what we needed at the age we needed it from the figures we would have needed it from. Uh, so we, we use the image of ideal parents, for example, because we all know on a cognitive level what good parenting looks like, I think, but we didn't always get it, and we don't have to always be saddled with the burden of that um, loss or trauma. I, I love what you're saying because so often I think one of the places where people who have been abused get stuck in their healing is the anger and frustration and feeling of loss of not having had a, a pleasant, healthy quote-unquote normal if anyone has that childhood mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the fact you can't get it back and what you're saying is in fact you can get it back yes yes because our minds are so powerful we uh, are symbolic creatures we can image and uh, you know if if uh i if you watch a movie uh, and there's a sad scene, you may feel yourself well up with sadness. And that's not literally happening to you. It's symbolic. And we have this very powerful brain that we can use for healing, uh, healing old wounds. That's really, really beautiful. Um, it, you know, as you were talking also, and, and you mentioned, um, you've mentioned a couple times uh, movies and um, television and, and uh, as ways mm-hmm. of uh, learning as well as releasing emotions. And yeah. some clients have said to me, where are their healthy relationship examples? Um, if you didn't have one growing up, where do you find one? And uh, I've been watching Madam Secretary, and I uh-huh. really like the relationship that she and her husband have. And earlier you said, when does a man ever say, I don't know? Um, and he does. And it's, mm-hmm. they're like two real people. Yes, Even if they're I, in the huge know, positions. So many of my clients have said, you know, I didn't see it growing up, but I watched the Waltons or I watched so-and-so, and I know a little bit about what a better 
family life would look like. So, yeah, the media have great power to heal as well as to harm, you know. Exactly. Um, and, and, you know, I do this psychomotor therapy where we create symbolic healing scenes. So we might, if we're doing a group, we might have people role play ideal parents for somebody who would have given them what they needed at the age they needed it. And um, that, very, you know, it gives us the image in our bodies of what uh, loving, respectful relationships look and feel like. It sounds very powerful um, it, it, because role-playing, when you really get into it, it feels real. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's that whole symbolic brain we have. It's why the movies work. <laughs> and and, and so, works. so it can really um, truly replace the negative um, feelings and thoughts in the mind and body. Absolutely. Not 100%, but let's say 90, 95%. Yeah. Well, that's huge. Yeah, that's huge. Um, And and that's uh, really uh, new for this show, which is one of the things that I love uh, about this show is learning new things Mm -hmm. and putting them all together. So, and you had said... Um, also that that's one of the things you love about this field is the ability to continue to learn. There's always more. Right, right. That's one of the great things about being a human being is we have this, we're lifelong learning machines if we choose to be. We we can keep uh, growing and, you know, even develop wisdom. Yes, and and, and I I want to emphasize one thing here, because often women get hooked on hope and on the idea that they can change the man, and I I know that that's not the case, Um, and what you're talking about is that the person who is the abused or the abuser, they're the ones who have to decide to change themselves, and the other person's growth and development is really in their hands, not in someone else's. That, that's right. I think we're getting that message from a great many different sources, that there are resources to help you change, but you've got to want to do it and you've got to go after it. And it's often, in my experience in working with men stopping violence, it wasn't until the woman had left or said she was going to leave and meant it that the guys realized they had a problem and they needed to do something about it. And, of course, more and more we have uh, courts that will now say, no, this is criminal behavior and you're going to have to do something about it and send guys to programs. And thank goodness there are programs where guys, if they're willing to do the work, can change. But they don't. a lot of times people don't change until it's more painful to stay this way than it is to change. So... Uh, I would never say to a battered woman, oh, you got to stay to keep him okay, because he's probably not going to get okay if he is at all until he's 
he's not getting what he wants or what he thinks he wants. Exactly. And then there's the potential for him to change, but sometimes they just create the illusion of change. And if a woman is desperate enough, she'll believe that he really has changed. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah, just because a guy goes to a program is not at all a guarantee that she's going to be safe and respected. Because those, this, in so many, many hours of training and such violent training in how to be abusive, that uh, guys really have to have a lot of support from other guys to change, uh, to work together to change. And they got to work hard at it. And they have to know that they can't get away with the old uh, habits of abuse anymore. And, and, it, and I think our society is beginning to shift on that. We've got to shift all our institutions, the legal system, the religious system, the uh, workplace. They all have to get together to say uh, abuse is not acceptable. I agree with you 100%, and I think that's a perfect place to close this section of of my show out for today. But I also want to emphasize that what you just said was about men working in a group with other men or individually maybe with a, a, a counselor, but not in couples therapy, that that can create an even more dangerous and harmful situation for the abused spouse or partner. So Absolutely. I, I want to thank you so much and again emphasize that your website is Oakhurst H U R S T psychotherapy.com. Thank you so much for being on our show and for giving us such wonderful information. And thank you. You're welcome. And I want to thank my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please like us on Facebook by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. While you're there, sign up for my newsletter and get the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process. And look up my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, or Energetic Healing. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. While you're on my website, go to register now and register for my new workshop from fear to freedom then go to the calendar of events and press click click here to send me an email with your commitment to yourself as you begin to experience success in your healing please send me another email so i can read it on the air and we can celebrate 
together. And next Thursday, please join us when Dr. Sharon Walker will talk with us about how we can identify children who are in abusive homes and how we can intervene to help them. In the meantime, if you have a difficulty in your own life or an inspirational story to share, leave a phone message at 214-736-4460 or email me at drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.